So let me tell you something about myself. Three years ago, I was an avid believer in the concept of calories in, calories out. I thought it was so simple. If you eat more than you burn, you gain weight. If you eat less than you burn, you lose weight. To make sure I was eating the exact amount of calories I needed to eat every day, I would weigh each individual food item I had and made sure to put it in my calorie tracker. Yes, I was that guy. But I'll tell you this now. That mindset is gone, and I have no intention of bringing it back. In fact, I have so much disdain for this method that I'm making this to discourage you from doing it too. My name is Christian Harrison from Harrison Fitness, and my topic of discussion today is about losing weight and how to actually do it. To begin, first let me enlighten you on the faulty logic of the calories in, calories out method. Let's start with a scenario. Imagine you're just chilling in a room. Are you imagining it? Alright. Now imagine that a bunch of people suddenly start pouring into the room. Now you're in this room and it's unbelievably crowded. After a couple of minutes of being squished, someone asks, why is the room so crowded? Someone then responds by saying, because there are too many people in here. Now technically, what he said wasn't wrong. There are definitely too many people occupying the room. The issue is the statement. It doesn't actually explain anything. I'm sure everybody in the room knows that there are too many people in the room. The real question is, why? Why did everyone suddenly crowd into their room? Was there a celebrity in the room and everybody crowded in once they found out? Was there a thunderstorm outside and a lightning bolt struck down which scared everyone to run into the room? You see, as soon as you begin asking why something happens, you suddenly have a lot more explaining to do. So how does this relate to my topic? Well. It's similar in the respect that it produces a very similar scenario. Why did I gain weight? Because you ate too many calories. Okay, that doesn't really answer anything. Why did the energy get stored? Do we just have this preset calorie limit and any food we eat above it gets stored away? The answer to that latter question is no. I will explain using type 1 diabetes as evidence. If you don't know what diabetes is, it's a disease that causes blood sugar levels to be above the normal threshold. Type 1 diabetes was an enigma. No matter how much food a type 1 diabetic ate, they would never gain weight. Many doctors tasked with treating these patients noted feeding their patients in upwards of 8,000 calories daily. That's the equivalent to 3.8 Little Caesars pizzas a day. Despite that, no weight gain. For whatever reason, their bodies were not absorbing the food they ate. What this told scientists is that there's some kind of mechanism that allows the body to utilize the food we eat as energy. Whatever mechanism that was, type 1 diabetics didn't have it. What this should tell you is that the caloric density of your diet is not the determining factor of weight gain. In 1921, a Canadian scientist by the name of Frederick G. Banting discovered the missing piece of the puzzle, insulin. When you eat something, it is broken up into its smallest components and absorbed into the bloodstream. This causes your body's blood sugar levels to rise above your body's normal threshold. Insulin's job is to take those extra blood sugars out of the bloodstream to lower your blood sugar levels back to the normal range. Insulin does this by having cells take in sugars to be used as energy or to be stored. In the event that the pancreas never produces insulin means that the cells are never given the command to take in blood sugars. Therefore, your blood sugars stay dangerously high, 
And there you have it, type 1 diabetes. Dr. Banting and three others were able to create a synthetic version of insulin. Upon injecting the insulin into type 1 diabetics, within days they began to gain weight rapidly. Banting later noted that the higher the insulin dose, the faster his patients gain weight. Alright, so what did all of that just tell you? Insulin is a hormone responsible for energy storage. Insulin is responsible for weight gain. And better yet, the more insulin, the more weight gain. This means obesity is not simply a matter of excess energy intake, but a matter of excess energy storage. What causes excess energy storage? Excess insulin. Okay, great. How do we prevent too much insulin from being produced? Well, first, you have to know what foods produce the most insulin. In short, carbohydrates produce the highest insulin levels. This is because glucose, the primary component of carbohydrates, is very easy for the intestines to break down. Therefore, carbohydrates are sent into the bloodstream the fastest. The faster the food is sent into the bloodstream, the faster your blood sugars raise. The higher your blood sugars raise, the more insulin is produced in response. Okay, great. So avoid all carbohydrates, right? No. <laughs> There's one more thing to consider. Fiber content. Without fiber, fruits and vegetables would be no better than pastries and chips. The intestines can't break down fiber, thus causing the whole digestion process to be slowed. The sugars included. The sugars are then sent into the bloodstream at a slower rate, thus causing a slower rise in insulin. Less insulin, less potential for storage. Think of it like this. You're working at a conveyor belt, putting the pieces of toys together. All the pieces are coming out at a reasonable speed. You're successfully able to assemble the toy before the next pieces for the next toy arrive. Fiber is found naturally in unprocessed carbohydrates like fruits and vegetables. In the event that fiber is removed from the equation, and you now have what we call junk food. I'm talking about the cakes, the cookies, the sodas, the chips, the fried foods, and the confectionery. Because there is virtually no fiber present in these foods, the intestines have a much easier time sending the broken down sugars into the bloodstream. Taking it back to the conveyor belt scenario, imagine if the belt started moving at a much faster pace. In fact, the belt is moving so fast that not only do you not have enough time to assemble the pieces, but some of the extra pieces fell on the floor instead of going down the chute. This is what your body goes through every time you eat a carbohydrate void of fiber. The sugars are dumped into the bloodstream, causing a massive blood sugar spike. A ton of insulin is produced to quickly lower the blood sugars back to normal. The quote-unquote extra pieces that fell on the floor are the sugars that are thrown in fat cell prison for storage. By now, I hope you can see that 400 calories of carrots aren't going to do the same thing as 400 calories of Hershey chocolates. Do you see how asking a question as simple as, how is body fat stored, allowed for a much more feasible explanation? Moral of the story is, stop pointing your finger at calories. Start pointing your finger at the piece of cake on your plate. Thank you for listening, and I hope you learned something new today.